Hello, and welcome to Do Not Resuscitate, a DNR fan cast. I'm the DM, Ken, and joining me is Andy. Hey, I'm Andy, and I'm playing Erkan Varkos, the Dragonborn Cleric. And Rob. Hi, I'm Rob. I'm playing Hamish Thorleifsen, the Dwarf Sorcerer. And Ian. I'm Ian. I'm playing Liam Malseer, the, um, oh god, uh, half-elf <laughs> <laughs> And last but not least, CJ. Hello! I'm CJ, and I play Jacoba, Jacoba the Drow Bard. Oh god, Echo. It, it fell, fell apart. <laughs> You're doing so well. Going well let, me, let, me, let me just post it again. Yeah. I, the theme song is well known at this point. <laughs> The, the listeners are hearing it right now. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I love the theme song. Oh, that's great. They 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 know what to expect out of this, and oh, I'm yeah. I'm glad we haven't set the standards very high. Oh no, we we deliberately set the bar as low as possible. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it can only go up from here. Exactly. Is there even a bar to go under? Uh, I don't even know, man. <laughs> we are attaching ourselves to Dungeon Randomness a little bit, so. There's, oh. there is a pretty high Hi, bar. Jason. <laughs> but, but we have, <laughs> we have deliberately ignored all of that. Said no, no, no. We're we're not that good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, episode five. Uh, when we left off last session, you guys had just defeated Spot the zombie, and Jer- poor Jimmy was terrified. But uh, we will teleport back to the office post that whole battle, and um, we'll, we will meet there. So Umbran will be in the office awaiting your arrival to hear your report and the results of your investigation. Hamish is going to go stomping in um, to the office. In um, He's just going to sit down in a corner and be kind of like wiggling his fingers and staring at his hands because he's just discovered he can shoot lightning bolts and he's kind of like wondering if it's just lightning or if there's other things he can do. He's kind of distracted. <laughs> Anyone would be scared shitless from seeing a dragonborn get honey badgered. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we are in the office. Um, uh, all of you are sitting at the table. Um, some of you are <laughs> nursing some wounds. Erkin especially. He was knocked shitless by Spot. So, Umbran's sitting at the head of a table. And he looks at all of you and, and notices the wounds, which was unexpected. And definitely looking at Erkin says, What happened? It was another great adventure. No, I'm just kidding. Um, a honey banjo. <laughs> Yeah, so it wasn't just a badger, though. It was a zombie badger. We met a zombie badger in the graveyard, which is weird. Uh, Not a little bit weird. Like, this is a lot of weird. Well, and I come from a circus, so I'm used to weird. Well, hold on. Hold on. A, a badger. The zombie badger. As yeah. Called, called Spot. 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 The Spot. Yes. Spot. The, the Spot? Spot. Yes. Uh, and unless there's more than one, on. yes. I... <laughs> Okay, I was imagining just some random honey badger, but you fought Spot, the locally famous pet badger. Well, came out of Spot's grave, so I'm assuming so. Why? Okay, just go over everything. What what the hell happened? Why in the world was Spot resurrected as a zombie? 
Um, well, A, don't know why he was resurrected, but so starting from the beginning, we went to stake out the graveyard. A uh, bunch of teens showed up and were hanging around being teens, which is really fucking boring. Um, some point after I got super bored, uh, a purple light showed up and did some stuff and then decided to resurrect Spot. Am I missing anything? That sounds about right. Uh, Jacoba's got to pull a branch out of his hair and say, a couple of bushes too. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, bushes came to life. That's uh, almost weirder than the zombie badger. Oh, and I can shoot lightning out my fingers. Do you want to see? Uh, no, thanks. <laughs> Says very quickly. <laughs> um, uh, uh, tell me more about these, these purple lights. What do they look like? What do they do? Did they interact with anyone? What happened? Uh, I do. Oh, what did they look like? Were they, were they mm. just orbs? Yeah, I think so. I, I think they were described as like will-o'-wisps. Uh, yes. So willow the wisps. So out of character DM, they were described as a stream of purple lights, and then they entered the grave of the paladin, whose statue mm-hmm. that uh, Jacoba was hiding behind. And then they came out of that grave as a single orb, and then that orb shot into the grave of Spot. Okay. So those those were the actions. So conveying that to Umbrin, Umbrin, yeah, uh, Umbrin will say. So, uh, do you think that the purple lights were meant for that grave for the for the paladin? Um, I have no idea. It's kind of hard to tell intent on lights, which don't really have a face or emotions or any sort of verbal communication or any sort of communication at all, for that matter. Yeah, we yeah. didn't have much to go off. Or we didn't see the source of them either. Hmm. They just kind of, well, act, uh, who was over there? Jacoba, you were over there. Did you see anything? Lights go to the statue and then through the statue... Resurrecting a badger. That's about it. <laughs> hmm. I think I have to do some some reading on this. Purple lights that make zombies. That that's not a lot to go off of, but and awaken shrubs. Uh, yeah. Oh yes, the shrubs. Yeah, yeah. The the shrubs might be important, but I don't know. Um, I'll I'll see what I can find. I don't know much about necromancy, to be honest, but. Uh, there's some weird stuff going on around town. I think I should do some research. Uh, you guys look pretty beat up, so, uh, please be sure to rest plenty. And, uh, heal up, get better. Uh, he's clearly lost in thought, already losing track of his own sentences. Uh, uh, good night. And he he gets up and slowly, because he's old, walks over to the door and leaves the office uh I mean I'm a, it's like super early in the morning oh yeah. yeah it's at this point it's like 1 or 2 a.m. yeah uh Liam probably yeah uh, uh, he would probably head home <clears throat> like uh Umbrin gets up and says I'm going to bed and Liam's gonna be like I am gonna do the same I'll see you guys in the morning hey, good night then Erkin just drops his head to the table and starts snoring. As he is. <laughs> He's so tired he can't even get to bed. 
Yeah. Hamish, Hamish will look over at Jeremy and be like, so where are you sleeping tonight? I think you wrecked your bed from last night. Uh, Jeremy will look at the door and then look around the room. And uh, w- without much comment, he's clearly also quite tired. He'll kind of hobble over to the uh, the bar area, crawl over the counter, and then crawl underneath the counter where all the cups are stored. And you hear a bunch of clinking of glass, but no, no breaking. <laughs> and he disappears under the counter. <laughs> I love Jeremy. <laughs> Why that though? Because it's a shelf and he needs to sleep on a shelf. Shelves are for sleeping. He is small. Is that what I'm doing? He is small. He just laid on the table or under it. Keep in mind, the night before, he slept on the bookshelf in the administrative office. Yep. Like I said, shelves. On the bookshelf. Fuck's sake. I thought he was just rummaging around the box. No, no, he was sleeping there. <laughs> My God. So Hamish is going to walk over, kind of following where Jeremy went to the bar. He's going to attempt to climb over the bar to see if there's another place to sleep there. Realize it's a little too tall for him to climb over comfortably and just uh, fall asleep under this table. <laughs> there's cots in the back. <laughs> That's way too comfy for a dwarf. <laughs> You're forgetting that Hamish is a uh, very impressionable. He's also unregistered, so yeah, um, <laughs> we need to go get his permit, don't we? Yes, we do. Damn. <laughs> and we need to work out if Jeremy needs a permit. Oh, so Hamish thinks anyway. Yeah, that, that's a whole C plot that needs to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Liam has an apartment. Jacoba and Erkin, are you two gonna crash on the couple cots in the back and not be weirdos who sleep on the cold floor in the kitchen? <laughs> Jacoba's gonna stand up and debate whether he wants to go to the bar or not. <laughs> Erkin will get his self up and go over to one of the cots. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so fast forwarding to the morning. Uh, there will be no work for you guys the next day. So will you guys want to spend a day to rest or will you uh, you guys have a little bit of, of free reign to do whatever you want? Uh, Hamish will, when the group gathers the next day, will walk over to them and say, um, so what day is Wednesday? Oh, right. I never figured out what day it was. <laughs> I don't even think. I don't think uh, theory even follows a Monday to Friday format. It doesn't, but um, I, I don't have the calendar in front of me, and we had said Wednesday was when the permit was due. So whatever the theory and equivalent of Wednesday is, that's what Hamish is asking about. Fuck it, let's make today Wednesday. <laughs> oh no! And, and Hamish will crinkle his nose a bit and be like, mm, "Well, <clears throat> I don't know if you all remember, but uh, today is uh, the day I need to go and get myself a permit." Then. Oh, uh, according to the calendar, which I have open in front of me, uh, oh. Pele is Wednesday. Pele? All right. Pele is permit day. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah, according to the... I don't know which of these months is autumn, because I did say it was fall time. So I assume the tail end is, is fall time. So I think Thorum is... Uh, the one that's currently going in uh, the main storyline, I think is the equivalent of spring. And they're in... Yes. Yesterday, right? 
Yes, the inferior. inferior. Uh, Ultron as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 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 that's spring. So that would place these last three as winter. So that'll put the first of spring to be Thorum. And sure. so if it's Wednesday and it's been a week, um, that'll put you... Might as well just... I meant to do this offline, but I want to establish this now because it's relevant. <laughs> that'll put you... Because we can. And right. we need to give Jason some reason to have an aneurysm, right? Yeah, and it's been a week and a half-ish <laughs> since you started the whole campaign. So uh, it's the 17th of Thorum, which is Pele. Uh, forgot to say, because I was focused on the story stuff, uh, all of you will make 15 gold for completing your last job. Ooh. Yay! Ooh. All right, so, free roam time. Is there any, anything around town you'd like to do? Was there any uh, tidbits that you would like to follow up on or investigate? I do have all the transcripts for all the episodes if you guys would like to do that. We can review, <laughs> we can review notes and not worry about time. <laughs> Well, I think the permit is is prime on Hamish's mind, and and he wants to find out whether skeletons need a permit in Fair Bay too, um, and whether his permit is good for like a month or is it every week he has to renew it. He's got all these questions. All important questions. Very questions. Are we are we just going to encourage this and come up with like? Some cockamamie <laughs> scheme that Hamish has to follow. Yeah, I mean, you guys are gonna have uh, to, to do that on your own because this is not a thing. <laughs> this is not real. I know. <laughs> like, this would totally be our characters fucking with Hamish. I thought we were putting together a scavenger hunt, and at the end, it was gonna be Irkin in a mustache. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, you guys. I feel like mustache is Irkin. You guys are welcome to do that. <laughs> <laughs> a mustache dragonborn, very inconspicuous. <laughs> We'll get you a monocle, too. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Damn right. <laughs> and because Hamish is quite um, nervous about this permit thing, he uh, he keeps on picking, like, peeling long strips of dead skin off of his arms, oh, rolling them up into that. little balls and flicking them across the room. God, I always forget that's a thing. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so Hamish, like looks like visibly distraught about this whole uh uh permit thing definitely nervous yeah definitely nervous about it um so i feel like like as he's kind of doing thing being nervous uh i apologize right now i'm gonna call uh liam would call over uh the other two um just be like hey psst, guys over here can i talk to you for a second okay uh, he would be kind of quiet about this, I think. Um, he'd be like, he, like, seems genuinely nervous about this whole permit thing. Do we, like, want to actually let him get a permit so he can feel better? Or are uh, we just going to let him believe he needs a permit? I'm not sure which one would be more mean. I think we've... It's, uh, this has gone on too long for him not to get a permit. I know, right? <laughs> We're kind of too deep into this joke. Um, I mean, would he even believe us if we said there isn't a permit? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, so did we set something up? Should we actually do something for him? Why don't we just cut some paper up and say, dwarf permit? 
Um, I don't know. I feel like that would be like, I don't know. It seems weird that we're just like, oh, hey, we spontaneously have a permit for you on Wednesday. He's pretty impressionable, so they could probably fly, but, uh... I mean, we could just say we've been trying to do it behind the scenes to get the like, okay. This is too much thinking for the stupid thing. <laughs> well, I mean, I... I don't know. Does Liam have any sort of way of forging documents? Does anybody have a way of forging documents? What? Check before this goes any longer. I'm pretty sure you can get a forgery kit. I think uh, it's just pulling from memory. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I have. Uh, Yes, forgery kit is a thing you can get. What does it use? It It, goes off of. It costs. 15 gold, uh, you... Oh, the thing about tool proficiencies is that they don't go off of your attributes. Oh, that's right, they don't. Um, I mean, I feel like like we don't need a, um, a forgery kit. I suppose mechanically that's what that's for. Yeah, but at the same time... It's kind of hard, it's kind of hard to forge something that doesn't actually exist. Well, Um, there's that, yes, but the forgery kit specifically includes, like, gold and silver for, like, official documents. So oh, yeah, okay. So that um, so uh, if you want to go all out with a forgery kit and make it like the most official looking dwarf permit you've ever did see, then you're welcome to do that, but you could also potentially just use some ink. I do have a diplomat's pack that has paper ink yeah. and a quill. Just presenting options. Um uh, okay. So I think after a second, Liam would be like, well, um, I mean, I made, I had a pretty good haul yesterday performing in the market, so I've got some, I've got some extra gold. Why don't I just like say I've got to go help my brother at the Smith and, and go take care of that. You guys can distract Hamish for a bit and magically I'll have, uh, we'll just have a document arrive by the courier or something. I'm sure we can do that. Can't we to cover? Invent the candy gram and then send it to him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh God. Blazing Saddles? I'm just imagine the uh, frog from Looney Tunes now <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> well, no, that's a reference to Blazing Saddles. <laughs> oh gosh. He invented the candy gram and then gave it to himself. Or no, he gave it to Mungo, I think. Fuck. <laughs> it's a good movie. Candy Graham for Mungo. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, Liam would be looking for affirmation from the two of you guys. I can be fine with it. <laughs> Is that the plan? That's what we're going to do? Jacob's yeah. just going to roll his eyes and then nod. <laughs> Thanks for at least participating, buddy. Um, so, uh... Overly loudly, I suppose. So Hamish will obviously be hearing it. Uh, Liam would be like, uh, would kind of holler out, "Well, I gotta go help my brother in the Smith for the Smithy for a bit. So uh, I guess I will see you guys this evening or something." Hamish will wave. All right. So with Liam talking really loud, uh, all of you hear the sound of breaking glass behind the counter, and then Jeremy stands up, stretching. Good morning, Jeremy. Ah, good morning. So, what are we up to today? Oh, that reminds me. Do you think that Jeremy needs a permit too? Or is it just dwarfs? Uh, what? Permit? What are you talking about? Oh, apparently dwarfs need a permit in Verbi. And I wondered if, uh, well, you might need one too. Oh, uh, hey, I have no idea. I've only 
recently come to terms with the fact that I'm a, a, a skeleton. So, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with the laws surrounding the undead. Usually kill on sight is the rule. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's worth investigating. I didn't never heard of a dwarf permit before, but eh, it's been a while. Maybe. Uh, Maybe it's only dwarf it. skeletons that need a permit. <gasps> oh, I have no idea what kind of skeleton I am. Well, you're taller than I am, so I'm going to. But what if I'm a really tall dwarf? What if I'm a really tall dwarf, though? Oh, that's a good point. Oh God! <laughs> my, uh, out of character, my roommate heard that comment and is laughing. <laughs> what if I'm a tall dwarf? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of amazing right now. Fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, back back into character. He's a- I, we'll get back to the plot eventually. Don't worry. That's a plot? Well, sort of. I thought so, this was the plot. Oh, yeah. This, this is the new A plot. Everything else gets shoved backseat. God damn it. But what if I'm a really tall dwarf? Uh, let's classify me as a dwarf just to be safe. I don't think there's a precedent for anything that's skeletal. So I think you're fine, Jeremy. Well, I mean, I want to follow the laws, right? Absolutely, we should be safe. After all, it's it is my duty. I think. I don't think there's any laws here for anything skeletal. I mean, there should be. There should be laws for everything. Maybe they just yes. haven't thought of the idea of a skeleton permit yet. Maybe we should go and suggest it to them when we pick up the dwarf permit. Oh yes, we should. I, in fact, I could even draft up the law uh, myself. I think uh, that sounds right. And can uh, you write? I believe I can write. You know what? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to be more confident in myself. I'm going to be a new man. And he hops up on the counter and uh, puts his hands on his on his little pelvis, his bony hips. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to believe myself. I'm going to look forward to the future. And I'm going to say, yes, I can write. And he hops out off the counter and starts rummaging around for a, a quill. J- Jacoba's going to clear his throat and wave the one he has in his pocket at him. <laughs> oh, yes, thank you. And he... Happily sits down and starts writing away, and uh, he's got wonderful penmanship, actually. And so he starts drafting this this really dense legal document, which you know should just say that skeletons should be permitted in some way, but you cannot decipher it in any way. Actually, everyone who wants to try and decipher this can roll an intelligence check to see if they can <laughs> translate the legalese. Who oh boy. You've gotta, you gotta have to find what a skeleton is, define what a dwarf is. Exactly. Apparently, I have to define a tall dwarf. <laughs> All right. Well, Hamish rolled a nine for intelligence. He's a little distracted right now. Mm-hmm. Jacoba, yeah, he's a smart boy. He's got a twenty-two, and Erkin got a nine. So, <laughs> Jacoba <it>. can. Uh, <laughs> Jacoba's the only one who, who can decipher this because it is really dense. Like these are some weird old-timey legalese words, but yeah, he is. In the long and short of it, writing that skeleton, like sentient skeletons should be allowed to be citizens of Fair Bay and have equal rights and all that jazz. He's like, this isn't just a permit thing. Like he's defining what the permit is and what it entails. It's like, this is gonna be, he's just starting, but you can tell this is gonna probably be a huge document and might take him hours. Oh no. Oh yeah. (laughs) That is, this, this is great. Jacob's gonna nod, pat Jeremy on the back, and just uh, 
wander over to Hamish. He is lost in concentration. <laughs> Didn't even Hamish react. glanced at this, realized he couldn't understand what was going on in this document, and uh, walked away, continuing to scratch it himself. So. Uh, it might as well be another uh, language. Oh, boy. <laughs> what does it say, Jacoba? Well... My, my father may have been a diplomat, but I was never into that. All right. So what are your what is all y'all's plan for today? Well, or is it Liam's going gonna to be stop a in, day see his rest? brother, um, go get a forgery kit and make himself uh, a permit. All right. So I was told to distract, so I'm going to distract. All right. So uh, let's fast forward some time here and uh, mm-hmm. let's have Liam just roll a flat D20 because that's the rules for... Uh, tools and stuff. Okay. A forgery kit is 15 <laughs> gold, so you'll have to deduct that because you're buying mm-hmm. one. But feel yes. free to roll for your forgery kit. Uh, uh, okay. It's just a flat d20. You have no modifiers. Good. Um, I don't remember how to roll. There it is. Three. Uh, I rolled a three. Ooh. Okay. Well. Your penmanship is well enough, but like you try to do all those swirly bits on the edges of a certificate, and they're kind of uneven, and the ink isn't like thin. It's it it's legible. How's that? Nice. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Liam is no artist. But but the main saving grace here is that, like you mentioned before, you're not actually forging anything. You are creating something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the closest thing to forging is that you're trying to make it look official-ish. And at a glance, yeah. maybe? If no one thinks about it too hard, you could probably pass it off. But I wouldn't turn this into any government building. It probably says genuine uh, dwarf permit on the top. Oh, for sure. <laughs> does, it, does an A in genuine somewhere? <laughs> totally not a pick. Yeah. <laughs> Liam signed it on the back on accident. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he he takes this uh, super real, not fake, I promise, forged yep. <laughs> forged uh, dwarf permit back to the office. I assume. Uh, I was gonna put it in an envelope and, ah. and address it to Hamish. Uh, like mail it to him. Well, I was just gonna hand deliver it and be like, "Oh, hey, a courier uh, gave this to me to give to you." Oh, well, there. Not- Okay, and he'll take the envelope, yeah, and 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 tear it open, look at it, and um, and read what's in there. Genuine dwarf dwarf permit. Hmm. Oh, so they sent me a. Per- That's very efficient. I didn't even put the application in yet. No, we did to save you the trouble. Oh, we knew we knew how much you were worried about it. Well, thank you. That was very, very nice of you. Now, does Tamish have any clue that this is not an actual permit? I wonder. Um, what? Uh, yeah, that's something you maybe want to roll for. Is Hamish a critical I'm person? Because it. <laughs> it wouldn't take much scrutiny to determine as fake. But is he going to even think to consider it as fake? Because if he's just being non-critical, that's a whole different story. No, I think he trusts them. I think he does. All right. Yeah. They applied for a dwarf permit. A dwarf permit arrived. He is going to, um, you know, fold it up neatly and put it into his pack in case he gets asked for it later. All right. 
uh, all the while Jeremy is still scribing, because I imagine that whole process took maybe a couple hours tops. I wanna, I wanna do one thing. Oh yeah. Real quick. All right. Six. So I'm gonna say on like one to ten, ten being uh, like eleven by seventeen. Uh, that is like a like a nine by twelve sheet of paper for this permit that you're folding up and putting in your pocket. <laughs> it's it's extra long. <laughs> uh, in which case, I'm going to uh, roll it up and like a scroll. Um, like a scroll, and um, I'm going to go and knock on the office door to see if it can be kept in safe there until I can go or or see if there's a scroll case in the office that I can borrow. Um, Umbrin does not have a... Uh, actually, let me just roll luck. I don't know if he has a scroll case. Uh, seven? No, he doesn't have a scroll case handy, but he is happy to keep the permit safe. All right, so that's uh, a mental note on, on Hamish's part that he is going to go and uh, get a scroll case from the free market the next day. Is Umbrin going to scrutinize this permit <laughs> at all? Um, well, uh, Hamish was the only one in the room with him. So you don't know. Hey. Oh, great! <laughs> I didn't unroll it or anything. I just handed him a rolled up, you know, piece of parchment and asked him to keep it. So. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm doing putting another thing to chance here. Um, to do, yeah. Liam totally signed the back without even thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like right. even rolled up. There's like some hints of it, the end of a signature. Yeah. Make a little um, perception check here. Yeah, looking it up. Uh, perception, yeah. Perception would be good. But looking it up, it looks like a scroll case doesn't have a price it, on Liam. it, so let's just call it a gold. <laughs> 16 perception. Oh, no. <laughs> of course. Uh, you're done. So. What? <laughs> so, definitely. I S- three on my forgery. What do you expect? <laughs> well, 16 perception, not only. S- reveals the uh, the bit of the signature on it, but Umbrin does uh, as soon as he <laughs> is handed it, he does unroll it a little bit just to see what it is, and he does smirk mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah, except they're <laughs> <Russian>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Umbrin has a little smirk, but he, he nods his head and says, yes, I'll, I will keep this safe for you. And he rolls um, it back up and, and sets it on his desk. Okay. Hamish saw the signature and uh, did, he sort of registered that Liam has signed the back of his dwarf permit and kind of is confused at that, but he's going to let that kind of like ruminate for a while. <laughs> I'm glad we're thinking the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's an endorsement now. <laughs> we have our uh, plausible deniability. It was endorsed. <laughs> All right. So any other plans for today? There are no new jobs coming in. It's a pretty slow day at DNR offices. What time is it about? Um, I imagine it's like been like two hours yeah, or it's, something. It's like Probably lunchtime. Three, I feel like Liam would have gotten distracted a couple of times. Yeah, it's it's lunchtime. The only thing that happened so far is you got up, Liam forged the dwarf permit, and it, that's it. Okay. I think Jacoba would head back to the library again. All right. So what is Jacoba trying to research now? Gonna give it another crack at the magic circle in the wo- in the woods, or let me. Uh, no, he's gonna do the uh, 
magic orb thingies this time. Oh, okay. He's going to research the purple light. Okay. Yep. So roll me, um, roll me a luck check to see if the library would have relevant information on necromancy. Yeah, flat D29. Ugh. See, it, ne- necromancy is pretty taboo. Yeah. And uh, being a small town library, much like before, the best you're going to get is maybe some fiction that has at best a grain of truth in it. Right. Although when it comes to necromancy, odds are you're probably going to just find some vampire romances. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> I want to want to roll another one just to see how good they are. Uh, 13. It's above average. That's for sure. It's uh, not. It's, it's readable. Oh, yeah. 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 This is like uh, bestseller list quality. So not not revolutionary in the literary world, but definitely coherent. Chicken. <laughs> Are any of the pages stuck together? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. This is a public library. So the, the, the books are kept in pretty good condition. All right. But if you were to sneak into someone's house and find their copy, that's a different story. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. Oh, dear. Lusty and made. Fairbairn made. No, 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 that's a whole different thing. That doesn't even involve vampires. <laughs> Wouldn't it be the lusty dragonborn maid? Ooh, yes. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> or lizard folk. Uh, if those are uh, well known about. Probably mm. dragonborn. If they're as common as Argonians are in, in Elder Scrolls. <laughs> the... Uh, God damn it. Okay. Exotic lizard folk. So do you spend a few days reading this vampire romance? Like you forgot what you were reading, <laughs> what you were researching, kind of got caught up. He'll be looking for the uh, book about the magic orbs, find a uh, vampire romance novel, flip through a few pages, forget what he was doing, and then just... Kind of got hooked. <laughs> yeah. And before you know it, days have passed. You had, to, you had to follow this train wreck of a story that actually turned out to be pretty good. <laughs> I'd say he read a good three to four chapters before he realized that this wasn't what he came here to do. <laughs> but after he realized, would he continue? To read the vampire? Yeah. <laughs> Fantasy? Uh... Now, now, whether or not he would admit it to anyone is a different question. <laughs> would he continue? No. No, he would not continue to read. <laughs> okay. Political. Now, if he admits it to anyone... Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he's like, sure. I mean, it was all right. <laughs> all right. Well, he didn't get to the to the saucy bits yet. It was only three or four chapters. If he got to the saucy bits, it'd be a whole different story. <laughs> he only got second base. <laughs> Pretty much. Third base is the next chapter. They really take their time. What would second base be on a dragonborn? Uh, I don't even want to have that discussion. There's an entire website dedicated to that. Oh, yeah, for (laughs) sure. Multiple websites, actually. Oh, probably. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the internet's got everything. I was was initially (laughs) talking about bad dragons, then I remembered that furries exist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, scalies are a whole thing. Oh, God. Scalies. Scabies? Scalies are the (laughs) reptile version of furries so instead of having anthropomorphized mammals they have anthropomorphized uh reptiles so there are people yeah. who who really do enjoy uh you know making sexy argonians 
in art. Now, this is the difference between us and uh, Dungeons and Rab- Randomness. They complain about a printer. We we talk about furries and scalies. Valerie was weeping, <laughs> laughing at that printer. That fucking I'm killed I'm sure that's so much of a difference. I kind of remember stuff like this happening on DNR before. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. The old days of DNR didn't give a shit. Mark one. <laughs> All right. So, um... Is there anything else specific you guys would like to do in town on your own, or do we want to fast forward to the next job opportunity, which will be a week since your last one? Uh, well, Hamish will want to go and get a scroll case, and I think he also wants to go and check that graveyard during the daytime to see what's going on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, scroll case is uh, just one gold piece. It, it's- oh, no, 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 no. This is a free market. <laughs> I forgot about the free market. <laughs> so, is, is anyone going with Hamish when he goes outside? Or is he just going to walk around and just take a scroll case? Uh, unless anyone comes with him, he's just going to go out and take the first scroll case he looks the, look, likes the look off off of a trader's stall. I, I think we should leave him to his own machinations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. He's, he's, he's on his own. He has his permit. He's good. That's <laughs> true. He's got a permit. He doesn't need an escort anymore. <laughs> All right. Let's follow Hamish around town and see what happens. All right. So. So. Yeah. He's heading down to the market area. He's looking for stalls that have scroll cases. Okay. Uh, Well, since this is a free market. Roll me a flat d20 to determine the quality of the first scroll case you find. Because it could be a cardboard tube. Ooh, 18. This thing is incredible. It's made out of leather. It is in in perfect condition and it's lacquered. This thing could take a serious beating. It's meant for adventuring. Like, this is probably a map holder for a spelunker. Like, this is amazing. Nice. Uh, So he is going to turn it over, look it over very carefully, like the look of it. And he's going to look at the stall owner. And say thank you very much, and walk away. Oh no! The store owner is <laughs> definitely going to yell and stop at him, uh, and Hamish will stop and and turn around and look confused and say, "Oh, I'm sorry. Did uh, did did, did, did uh, oh, I know exactly what it is. I'm sorry." And he'll walk up there and he'll uh, pat the he'll pat the. Uh, Throwing her on the crotch and then turn and walk away again. Okay, so oh no! For the image, the the store owner. Uh, keep my in the market. These are not shops per se. These are all like, uh, like almost like a carnival or a bazaar. It's all a bunch of uh, little canvas uh, booths. So the owner of this booth uh, is like a middle aged portly man. He's got he's balding. He's got a big gut. And he, Fair. It, he was about all ready to yell at him. And as soon as he goes to pat him on the crotch, this Jesus. big man makes a little squeak sound. Like, a, oh, like he was not ready for that. And his face gets bright red. He is furious at all of this. Oh, God. <laughs> God damn you. You goddamn dwarf. What? Give me that. You need to pay for that shit. And Hamish turns around and says, What do you mean pay? Pay, as in give me money for the product. That's how it works. And uh, 
as I recall, this market is is near the um, the uh, docks area. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's adjacent so, to the docks. Hamish is going to look around for the the guy that had uh, had been shouting about the free market in the first time he met him in town that day. He's oh. going to turn around and kind of glance around and see if he's there. Uh, let me pull up his name. Yes, that guy is Melville Stan- Stanford. Melville, <laughs> yes. So Hamish is going to have a look around for Melville. <laughs> okay, so uh, that guy is like a street preacher he's impossible to miss he is a dwarf but he is loud he's standing on a box he is noisy as hell so as usual he's talking about like being a union and and, uh, <laughs> and and having rights and all that but and fair wages and and reasonable uh working hours and all that stuff all right so hamish is going to point directly at him and say i don't understand what you mean by pay he told me that everything in this market was free. <laughs> and that Melville will say, no, that's not what free market means, you idiot. Free market means that we're free from the government to set rules. The shopkeep can set the price that he wants, and you can choose to pay for it. And if you don't, you can take your business elsewhere. And if he doesn't adjust to the market demands, he fails as a business. Free market. Free as in wait, free from rules. Wait, 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 wait. If this is a free market town and you're telling me that free doesn't mean things are free it means that we're free from rules why do I need a permit to be a dwarf in this town at that Melville will blink to himself like he's stunned for just a moment and says what are you talking about you don't need a permit to be a dwarf I'm a dwarf I don't have a permit well you better get one then I've got my permit. That's what I need this for. And he waves the scroll case. Okay. According to who? Who, who demands the permit? I'm going to go march my ass down there and talk to them. Well, I assume the authorities of this town. I mean, my friends, uh, they, they're the ones that applied for it on my behalf. And it arrived this morning in a very nice envelope. It's a genuine dwarf permit at the top. Uh, well, let me see this permit. Like, who, who told you about the existence of a dwarf permit? Well, it's back at the DNR offices because obviously I can't carry something that valuable around without a scroll case. And he'll wave the scroll case again. And at that, the... Um, <laughs> can you roll, like, a, a deck saving throw? The the shopkeeper's going to try and snatch it out of your hand. Okay. 16. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Hamish manages to, like, keep the shopkeeper from taking the scroll case from him. <laughs> and he's like, all right, all right, all right. So Hamish is going to turn back to the storekeep and he's going to, like, stare at him narrowing his eyes and say I think the two of you are a bit confused and he's going to hand the scroll case back to the shopkeeper and say you hold on to this for me I'm going to go get my dwarf permit to show to him and then when I come back we'll get it all sorted out I'm going to put the permit in the case and we can all go on with our day sound good? Uh, I guess as long as you pay for the scroll case you can have it that's how this works but Whatever. And well, I don't know that anyone here knows how anything works. If things are free or if we're free from rules, but if we're free from rules and we have to have permits, I just don't understand this town at all. But I'll be <laughs> back and we'll sort it out. And Hamish will turn around and stomp back to DNR offices. Uh, wait, with, with that, <laughs> Jesus Christ! With that, Melville. <laughs> with I love that, you so much right now, buddy. <laughs> <so good. laughs> 
We should we should let him go by himself more often. I know. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Having a hard time keeping it together. <clears throat> All right. So with that pronouncement, uh, Melville and the shopkeep are left alone standing in the square, and they just stare at each other for a second and both shrug and go back about their business. The shopkeep goes back to his his booth. So Hamish goes back to DNR offices, gets the permit, goes back to the square to find the Melville and probably track down the shopkeep again, yeah? Yes. Okay, so they're they're back where they were 10, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> so he is going to stomp over to Melville first and, and thrust the uh, permit at him and say, See? Genuine dwarf permit. Old D20. Uh, all right, so uh, Melville rolled a five. I don't even know for what. I just rolled a flat D20. Five is not Too good. angry to know that it's fake. Exactly. Please. That's exactly what it is. He, oh, yes. He's yes. too mad at the very notion of a dwarf permit. This is government overreach at its worst to even consider that it might be fake. So, <laughs> so as soon as Hamish shows Melville the permit, his entire head turns completely beet red. He says, who did this? Who, who signed this? Who made this happen? Who am I gonna have to talk to? And Hamish just shrugs and says, there's a signature on the back. Uh, I believe there would also be like a signature on the bottom, which is probably just like a title and like, an initial or something like not actually saying the name does it well, actually no considering uh, how low your role how low your role was does it say dr captain jd or something like that <laughs> dr captain morgan um uh you know what i already know i'm gonna roll bad with this um come on crit do it, do it. Seven. Uh, seven seven out of ten that's really good um so it'd probably be <laughs> Um, it probably we'll we'll use Morgan, so it'd be like, uh, uh, C Morgan, and then oh, damn it, what's the title? Um, the people who can officiate document signing, a notary. Yeah, it says like C Morgan notary, notary public, and then has like a signature. Yeah, notary public, and just has a signature there. <laughs> you you. <laughs> Faked a notary public stamp? Oh god! Now that that one actually is a felony. <laughs> well, see, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, like it would say it have like a signature C Morgan, and then it's like I don't think that's your official title, is it? Notary public? Like I'm not I'm not faking the seal. I like that's just what the person is. I say furiously. Uh, in real life, forging and forging a notary seal is ten years in prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. He's not. He's not forging. What is the what is the notary seal? That's the actual like blue medallion. The medallion, right? Yeah, yeah. That's like the actual stamp that they stick yeah. on there. No, that's not what he forged. He just put C Morgan Notary Public, just... and then signed C Morgan above it. He just signed it as having been looked at by a notary, but not actually notarized. Yes, yes. <laughs> because the stamp was considering how bad he was already doing. The stamp was like uh, uh, too much for him. Yeah, he couldn't be bothered. Well, he also was probably smart enough to know that like forging an official stamp would be bad. Well, yeah, that is pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah. So, like in the corner, it just says like C. Morgan, Notary Public, and then has a signature above it. All right. So. <laughs> this can go so bad so quickly. <laughs> All right. Well, 
So he sees that signature, C. Morgan Notary. And he says, I don't know who the fuck Morgan is, but I'm marching my ass down to the notary right now. And I'm going to talk his ear up. Are you coming? You want to watch this? You want to help? I'll come with you. Uh, all right, let's go. Shit. So it's an outrage. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. So he marches down, just screaming nearly incoherently until he marches his ass down to the post office and starts oh, wait. screaming. More and more dwarves are following. Yeah. Yeah. Is there more dwarves following them? No. Soon it's, it's an armada. No. It's <laughs> a small ju- army. It's just Hamish and, and he's not starting a riot. He's not an anarchist. <laughs> He's more civilized than that. Yeah, that no. being said, the post office probably sees him a lot. Oh, for sure. Uh, well, maybe not the post office specifically, but a lot of people around town are know exactly who Melville is. So he walks into the post office, starts screaming at the notary public, and uh, it, Hamish, can you roll perception for me, please? Certainly. This will not be a high check. For the record, Liam totally just made up the C. Morgan name. Like, I hope that... that <laughs> you are correct Notary because... Public, it probably isn't named... You're correct anything. because okay. 10 Perception shows that his name tag does not say Morgan on it. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> <Whoa>. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he's gonna let... Um, let the rant go on for a little bit. And then he's going to tap him on the shoulder and kind of whisper in his ear I don't think that's C. Morgan. And Mivel stops and, and blinks and looks at the name tag and says where's Morgan? And the poor notary who's who's a pretty young guy, you know, early 20s, is almost looks like he's on the verge of tears he's not handling this well. He's like I don't know, There's I don't know any guy named Morgan. <laughs> And and Hamish will scratch his head for a minute, and and then he'll say, mm, "Well, <clears throat> we know there's a witness because there's a signature on the back right there." And he'll flip it over and point out the signature on the back. Uh, and almost, he was so distracted by Melville yelling in his face that the notary will notice the permit for the first time and look down at it and kind of switch gears a little bit going into more business mode and he starts to look at the signature and he says okay and he flips over the permit to actually look at the front of it and says this is not a document that exists this isn't a thing we do well clearly it's a document that exists you've got it in your hands right there yes but it's not endorsed by the city of Fairbay this isn't a permit that the city of Fairbay offers why would we possibly need that so you're telling me that you require dwarves to have a permit, but you don't actually issue the permits? No, we don't require dwarves to have permits. Who told you that? <laughs> I can't actually remember who said that the first time around. <laughs> uh, you first heard it from Tuesday Adderton, which is where the day Wednesday came from. Because Oh, yes, because, that's right. Because she brought in, um, what was his name, Rikus, the tiefling said, you need to investigate him. And after she left, everyone in town is like, or Umbrin sarcastically said, he's only guilty of being a tiefling without a permit. And Hamish took that seriously. That's right. And he's like, well, wait, is it Tuesday? Well, no, no, no. Her name is Tuesday. Oh, so it's Wednesday. <laughs> I've got it. I've and, got it. Yeah. So he so is, he is uh, going to think back on this and be like, well, I'm pretty sure Miss Atherton told me that I needed a permit to be a dwarf in Fairbay. 
You know who she is, right? And with that, Melville will smack himself in the face really hard. <laughs> uh, that woman! Yo. Uh, it's totally like her to try and sneak some government bullshit under the radar like this just to get innocent dwarves like you in trouble. Hamish is thoroughly confused now, so he's saying, so there is government regulation on dwarves, and we're not free at all in the market or anywhere else. Yeah, see? This is exactly what I mean. She wants to uh, give the government more overreach so that it'll be a human-only town, and that is some racist bullshit. Hamish doesn't know any other dwarves in town, otherwise he'd be like, suggesting a strike at this point or something. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, he's seen some floating around town, but he doesn't know any personally. Yeah. But... And so he says, all right, well, I need to go talk to Adderton and get this sorted out. And he said, at this point, he just assumes Hamish is a companion. So he says, come on. And he marches his ass out of the post office, leaving a very confused notary at the desk. Uh, he leaves behind the paper. So if Hamish wants to grab that, that's up to him. Yeah, Hamish will grab the permit because he's still not sure if he needs it or not. <laughs> it's unclear. This is not yet resolved. <laughs> <Yes>. So <laughs> Melville will uh, march his ass over to uh, the main office of the Citizens Brigade headed by Tuesday Adderton. He walks into the front office to find a pleasant looking secretary at the front door, who he probably ignores. He marches his he marches through the door. I'm, I'm waiting for this to fall back on us and I'm a little terrified <laughs> as to what kind of wrath is going to be brought upon us. Liam's folly. I know, right? <laughs> All I say is we pack our bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jacob, Jacoba's already on it. He's leaving town. Uh, none of you have any idea what the hell Hamish is doing, but you know he's not home, so it could only be trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. we're moving the show to Esterholt now. So. <laughs> <laughs> See ya, Umbrin. All nice right. meeting you. So <laughs> Melville, we're franchising. Melville enters the office of or the head, headquarters of the Citizens Brigade. Um, marches, ignores the secretary who is there. Shoulders his way through the door. Hamish is right on his heels. And Melville enters the office of Tuesday Adderton and just opens, guns blazing, screaming at her. What the fuck is up with this? And he gestures to Hamish to show her the dwarf permit. And he will, Hamish will slam it down on the desk or whatever <laughs> is there. Yeah, yeah she's at she a desk. Her chest or, yeah. yeah, she's at a desk. And, and Tuesday... Surprisingly, doesn't look too surprised at Melville's uh, entry. This, you get the impression that maybe this has happened before in some form or fashion. So she looks down at the permit and says, "I have no idea what this is." And Hamish is going to put his hands on his hips and stare at her and said, "You brought us a tiefling that was guilty of being a tiefling without a permit, and then you said that there were dwarf permits that needed to be around by Wednesday, and 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 he said that it's a free market in town, and and now my head hurts." Nice, <laughs> <laughs> <Christ> almighty! <laughs> this has gotten way out of hand. <laughs> But you didn't expect this, did you? I sure as hell did not. See, this is why I'm glad my notes were not particularly long today. <laughs> it, it, it can only go up from here, guys. It can only go up. I know. <laughs> it can only go up from here. Okay, hold They're on. They're bringing this to the top. <laughs> they really are. Yeah, next is the mayor, I swear to God. Okay. Uh, oh, no. T Tuesday says, all right, well, I never mentioned anything about permits, okay? 
that tiefling was being suspicious in the market. That was a legitimate arrest. I had probable cause. And the I do not appreciate these accusations. I I don't know anything about this permit thing. And so what if it's Wednesday? <laughs> it doesn't. I I don't understand. This is all coming out of nowhere. And Hamish is, is now holding his hand to his head and trying to think back on events. And he's like, all right, so you brought us a tiefling who turned out to have done nothing wrong. We then go. we went into the forest and found oh, no. some new friend and brought him back to the ship where somebody knocked me out. Uh. And then they brought me the dwarf. I think I need to lie down. <laughs> Is he just going to lay down right there? Yes. <laughs> so with, with, that, with that pronouncement, Melville just looks at him and then looks at Tuesday and says, Okay, I wasn't expecting any of this. This, what? You all right, buddy? He, he looks at Hamish. Uh, uh, Hamish will open one eye and stare up at him and just say, Just tell me this. Uh-huh. Do I need a permit to be a dwarf in Fairby? And almost in unison, uh, Tuesday and Belleville will say, No. <laughs> and then he'll open his other eye and look at Melville and say, Do I need to pay for goods and services in Fairby? Yes, of course. That's what I've been yelling about my whole life. <laughs> and, and you can tell he's like getting ready to. Now that you mentioned the the economy <laughs> and the market, he's getting ready to rev up for another. And, and, and Hamish will hold up a finger and stop him. <laughs> and he's going to stand up and he's going to take the dwarf permit. He's going to rip it in half. <laughs> and uh, then he is going to turn around to Melville and say thank you very much for your help and he's going to pat him on the crotch and then he's going to turn back to Tuesday and uh, he is going to realise that maybe it's not appropriate to pat a woman on the crotch well also she is so, she is glaring at him like no one he's ever seen before so he is uh, just going to instead um think quickly about what might be appropriate for a lady, blow her a kiss and turn on his heel and walk out. Her, her, you did not think it possible, but her glare deepens. <laughs> and, and and Melville will slunk out of the or slink out of the office and right behind Hamish and say Man, you scowl, were scowls. You were really confused. You, you still need that Scroll case? No, I don't think I do anymore. Uh, okay, well, I'm glad this is resolved. Now you know. Um, what was your name, by the way? My name's Hamish. Melville. And he reaches out his hand to shake. And, I'll, and Hamish will shake hands with him. All right, well, if you ever need an ally in political activism, I'm here for you. And he... I think I'm going to steer clear of politics for just a little while. <laughs> They're very, very complicated. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. Uh, all right, I'll see you around. And he he leaves the office and goes back to his soapbox. And Hamish is headed back to the office. 
So <laughs> no. I, would, I would say this whole fiasco took a few hours, to be honest. Um, let's say it's closer to dinner time, 5, 5 p.m. ish. So Hamish has been gone all day. And then Hamish re-enters the office. What's the expression on Hamish's face? Uh, Hamish is, is quite annoyed. He's been mulling this over as he comes back and he stomps in and he's going to raise his voice right away and shout to the room and be like, Did you know that this whole dwarf permit thing wasn't actually something that's required in Fairbury? Did you also know that we're supposed to pay for our drinks and everything else? And he looks over um, a little bit sheepishly at this point and said, uh, and glances over and says, "I owe you some money." (laughs) 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 And that—that is a resolution of a whole arc right there. (laughs) I feel like we're all like sitting at the table like about to eat like fork midway to our face and we're just like staring at him well slack jawed or something well as soon as hamish barged in and started yelling jeremy hopped up on the table possibly stepping on some food and pulls out a knife (laughs) (laughs) jeremy's jumpy he's he's ready for action i'd like to imagine like halfway through uh hamish's rant like Jacoba has like a fork full of mashed potatoes and they just slowly fall off the fork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Well, so what is everyone's reaction to this? Um So there's Jeremy Bones. I'm gonna say Liam, uh just because I like cooking, Liam was making supper for everybody. Alright. Um, which we're going to say the bar is now also like a kitchen area as well. Uh, it always was. Yes. Okay. So it'd be like, he's sauteing something. He's just like not staring at what he's cooking anymore. As it's like smokes coming up from it as like, Hey, we just doing that. And he's just like, I don't, I'm a little broken right now. What is, and then he'll realize that his food's burning or <laughs> the food's burning a little bit and panic. <laughs> as soon as you turn around, it just like, catches on fire. Yeah, it's bursting flames. <laughs> so So Hamish could definitely read that the the signature was Liam. The, on the back. He didn't. On the back. Yeah. Do you still so have you, it? Because I thought you tore it in half. No, I tore it in half. Yeah, I've still got the pieces and I'm going oh, to okay. hand I'm gonna hand the pieces to Liam and say Thank you very much for putting in the application for me, but I think someone's been playing a joke on you. <laughs> walk away to the back oh and lay down in a cot. Oh, he's so trusting. <laughs> <laughs> out of all the scenarios that played out in my head, <laughs> that, that was not it. Not, not, none of them were that. So now Liam's just kind of standing there in the middle of the kitchen with a frying pan with chicken in it and a fake permit in his other hand going uh well my brain was broken before now it's even broken I don't know how to handle this situation right now Erkin's <laughs> <laughs> uh, jaw is just slammed on the floor just staring at this <laughs> just, just real quick how much does Hamish owe Jacoba? <laughs> I honestly don't know. I didn't keep track. I think it's 
It's, it's gotta it be was a, enough for a dwarf to get drunk. Yeah, it was at least ten gold. <laughs> oh Jesus. my god. All right. <laughs> I am in tears. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> Jacoba's gonna look around the room and then go back to eating. I would say, like, all two minutes would go by before uh, Liam's able to handle anything where he'd realize that uh, he's making food for people and probably yell to Hamish if he wants something. And Hamish is going to call back, Nope, I just need to sleep, and I'm going to start fresh in the morning. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so is there anything else you guys want to do in your free room, or do we want to fast forward to the next job coming up? Because Urkin's still pretty dinged up. He's bruised and sore and stiff because he, you know, was beaten with an inch of his life yesterday. Yeah. By a banjo. <laughs> yeah, so it'll Sounds take him at least a week to be in like uh, feeling all right. I mean, he could probably do a job now, but it's not. It would suck. So <laughs> I can probably once up leave it a few more days until he can do anything. All right. So if if there's nothing else people want to do personally, uh, we can fast forward to when the next job comes in. Yeah, yeah. I'll say let's fast forward. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I think that went well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It matter, uh, all the scenarios that could have happened. Uh, well, out of everything that could have happened, I, I say that was a solid, like, A minus. Okay, so. Uh, Jesus. Uh, actually, looking at the calendar, there's something here I didn't realize was here, and this will be important. So, um, let us fast forward to the... It's just... Uh, a few days to the 20th of Thorum. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me note that, that so I don't forget. Um, just see. Oh, my face hurts a little bit. Right? Uh, I, I have tears. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so, important note, it is uh, a Saturday, or the Therian equivalent of a Saturday, so... Um, Umbrian is out for the weekend, but Ranger. <laughs> but Rita is working. Uh, I believe that's her name. I haven't thought about her in a Joyce. while. Joyce. Joyce. That's her name. Yeah, Joyce. Wait, who's Rita? No, you're right. It's Joyce. I think I did this earlier where I thought her name was was Rita, but I didn't name her. You guys did. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Joyce is working though, and so having not spoken that's a single word to any of you for pretty much for as long as you've been here. She she walks into the cafeteria where you guys are more or less hanging out, I assume. And uh, she, she walks in holding an envelope and says, There's a delivery for you guys here. Um, Who's it from, did it say? Uh, uh, and she looks at it. Um, a Miss Ethel York. I don't know. Just um, Just take it, I don't care. Liam, Liam's going to Liam's going to walk up, accept it, and uh, uh, look at Joyce in the face and go, "Thank you, dear," and uh, <laughs> give her a kiss on the cheek. She gives okay. you a middle finger and says, "Yeah, whatever," and then turns around <laughs> and walks back to her reception area. Bye, Joyce. Love you. Fuck off, Wazowski. <laughs> 
Wazowski. God damn it. You just been given this letter from an Ethel York. Uh, Erkin knows who Ethel York is, but no one else locally. No one else is local, so they don't know. Because that's okay. that, that's typical. Who's yep. going to open the letter, see what it is? Uh, I believe Liam is holding it in his hands, so he is going to properly uh, tear it open and pull said letter out. All right. It's it's pretty simple. It says, uh, DNR, I have an important job for you. In uh, I will give you full details. When we meet in person, please meet me at my office at the Animal Control Building. Uh, as soon as possible. Yeah. Uh, no, notes. This seems important. Yeah, notes are going to be important because all these characters actually matter. <laughs> Believe it or not. I feel like if she wanted to see us as soon as possible, she should have done something a little faster than mailing something to us. A little weird, but uh, we should probably go see her at like six o'clock at night. <laughs> Late into the evening. Late in the evening. All right. Well, well, it's it's not evening now because remember it's, it's several days later. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it's morning time. So, <laughs> all right, yeah, suppose you're true. Uh, yeah, mailing takes five to ten, five to seven working days if you're going through the postal service. But it's very possible she could have used a courier. <laughs> yeah, there's like an in-town courier service. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, Liam's gonna be like, hey, we should go see her. All right, so you guys head over to the animal control building. Are you taking or leaving, Jeremy? Let's, okay, let's take him. I think so. <sighs> shouldn't have a skeleton walking around. Do I need to make a costume for him? I mean, you still have a cloak that he wears yeah, pretty frequently. Oh, that's right. Wait, hold on. Wasn't there something about uh, making a mask for him? Uh, you discussed it, but I don't know if you ever got around to it. Would you like to take the time to do that during the week? Yeah. Because you have several days of downtime, so you're welcome to make a mask. Yes, let's do that. Oh. All right. Well, Very useful. Um, go ahead and roll me some kind of crafting check. Probably the same as any other well, tools. So. How about this one here? This eight. Oh, excellent. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's made out of Play-Doh, isn't it? <laughs> oh, for uh, for that whole arc, Hamish, get an inspiration. I meant to say, You're alive. beautiful, because that was really fucking good. <laughs> you basically started an, an arc all on your own. So, <laughs> see, I wish it was started and completed yeah. an arc all on his own. Oh yeah, so he, yeah. he deserves an inspiration for that. So yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Did you get the draw? So. Uh, you rolled an eight for crafting your mask. So it's serviceable, but it's kind of crummy. It's kind of bare bones. It would probably be like uncomfortable to wear, eight. but it, Jeremy's a skeleton, so it probably doesn't matter that much. Hmm. But it would be serviceable. It would at least cover his face. And let, let's just say Did that at some point, Umbrun got Jeremy some gloves and boots too. So that way he's not yeah. just, <laughs> you know, right. he's not po pointing with skeleton fingers so while yes. it might be a bit suspicious that there's this completely disguised and clad character uh, just being among a group is probably not suspicious enough in this small town to be like hey what the fuck they should be like hey you're weird I don't like you uh, at some point I feel like we should get Jeremy a better we should get him one of the dragon priest masks oh yeah those ones those would be great yes. alright so I let us go to the animal control building. Let me pull up my notes. Finally, we're at, at my notes. <laughs> so, 
at the Animal Control Building. It's a, a bit of a, a smaller building in terms of administration, because most of the building is dedicated to the animal control part. But uh, in the office of that building is Ethel York, the head of the Department of Animal Control. And she is a elderly woman. Like, she's a, a human woman probably well into her 90s. Like, she probably should have retired a long time ago. But you know those those people. I'm sure some of you have met, like, that that elderly person who just will not stop until they drop dead. Like they Probably just... in the early stages of rigor mortis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they'll just keep going. So, like, she, she's kind of hunched over. But she does look at you guys with some large spectacles on her face and says, Oh, oh hey, are, are you the, the DNR people I sent for? It's so nice of you to come on such short notice. Uh, yes, we are. Well, uh, I, I know that most of you are not from here, but uh, I'm not sure if you know, but the Harvest Festival is starting in a couple of days, and... There is uh, a farmhouse just on the edge of town that has a serious rat infestation. And we need to keep the town clean for the events. There will be some important people in attendance, you know. Um, um, which farmhouse? Well, I can't, uh, which farmhouse are you talking about? <laughs> Did it burn down recently? No, I'm just kidding about that last part. Uh, but Lee would actually ask which farmhouse they're talking about. Oh, there's there's one just to the northwest of town. They, uh, it, it's really quite close to some other homes, and the residents there are very worried. Is that going to be, uh, as a side note, like, is that where, uh, oh, actually, no, Liam wouldn't know this. Uh, <laughs> no, well, no, it wasn't, uh, but... Um, so Liam would ask, like, oh, is that the going to be the site of the harvest? Or is it just like, hey, we're trying to make the town nice for all the people visiting? No, we're just cleaning up because okay. we're having some very, very special guests coming in. We want to make a good impression. Oh, who? Oh, the, uh, the, the good town committee is coming around and we want them to... Hey, be, have a good impression of our little town because uh, Fairbay has, has has won uh, best town in, in Talor for like 10 years running and we want to keep up the streak. We work very hard for that, you know. Are people going to start chanting the greater good because if we do, I'm piecing the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink the punch. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Talor? Yeah. yeah, that's the country we're in. That's the continent. You mean Alara? Yeah. Uh, you're right, yeah. Alara, my bad. <laughs> I, I fucked that up. Um, so I just discovered that this pen that I'm using to write with has a screwdriver in the back. Has a what in the back? A screwdriver. Oh, neat. Okay. Huh. It has both a Phillips and a flathead attachment. That's kind of a... That's badass. It's a nice little utility pen. Uh, yeah, except it's, it's like hexagonal, and so horribly impractical to hold. Anywho, back to the game. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> We're playing D&D right now. <laughs> we missed you. I'm here. I'm present. All right. So, t- talking to Ethel. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So uh, under his breath, Hamish is going to just mutter, "Best town in Alara would have a bit more clarity about their laws." I know, right? It's terrible. Um, uh, uh, what? Whatever do you mean? Uh, don't worry about it. It's something else. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, it's okay. It's poli- so it's politics anyway. That oh, that dear man Melville just never stops talking about them. I know, right? It's whew. he's a good That's man, something... but he has some strong opinions. That yeah, that's he's one of those ones where you need a stool sometimes. It's kind of Yes. Uh, so, anyway, will, will uh, you take the job? I yes, mean, we if we're just yeah, we can clear out some rats. Uh, I would really appreciate that. it, and please make sure to get all of them because rats will breed. You know, if any gets away, they will just come back, and it's all the festival's only two days away. I mean, most animals breed. Wait, is that a puppy behind you? Liam's getting distracted by animals behind her. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's there's none in the office, but you can hear animals in the cages in the next room over. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, we keep... This is the animal control building, dear. We, we do keep various stray animals around here, and we try to uh, tame them and make them uh, find them homes or or else uh, unfortunately we we have to put them down did you know that the famous spot was caught and tamed here uh i did not i've only been here for what like three weeks now oh this town has a rich history and culture you should really learn about it uh i will get there slowly but surely and then forget a lot of it because I don't do well with history. Oh, I forget things all the time, dear. I mean, you just hit a point where you've got so much knowledge that some of it just has to get banged out to get more uh, uh, put in. Oh, certainly, but I'll never forget Spot. He's the proudest piece of history that this this building has to offer. I was I was just a a young veterinarian at the time, but he was he was a good boy. Badger. Liam's torn between wanting to go play with the animals and hear the story about plot. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, what we'll are we going to do? deal with the rats straight away, dog. Don't need to worry about them. Oh, th- thank you very much. <laughs> and Erkan starts dragging Liam away from the pets. <laughs> you don't need pets. You already have Jeremy. He's a pet enough. <laughs> no, he's not. Jeremy he's and Hamish. <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> tends to get stabby when you try and pet him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, you guys have met Ethel York. Anything you guys want to say to her, or say among yourselves, or you would like, would you like to just head straight for the job? Um, well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask more about, like, what people were saying about the rat in. About what? About the rat infestation. Oh, uh, the, the information's pretty straightforward. The barn is absolutely teeming with rats, and uh, they, oh, okay. they want to present a good image for the town. All right. Are they so attached to the barn? The rats? What? No, the, the owners. <laughs> oh, like the adjacent buildings? <laughs> not burning oh. the barn. I know the, per- I know the perfect solution. <laughs> We've done it before. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the buildings are not uh, actually attached to the barn. They're... <laughs> No, he's wondering no. if the owners are attached to their barn. <laughs> oh, emotionally, 
like the other yes. guys. Yeah, everyone's attached <laughs> to the buildings of their own. People are attached to buildings they own. <laughs> yeah. Flashbacks to uh, Session Zero. Yeah. <laughs> Which we may, may or may not even post. We'll see. Um, yeah, so if it's just, I mean, if that's all we know, if there's nothing else. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward in terms of yeah, the job description. It does seem pretty straightforward in terms of information. All right. Well, this recording has just gotten long enough, and I will need to uh, leave soon. So I think we could uh, leave it there. You guys are on your way to the barn house to go take care of the rat infestation, and we can Mm -hmm. pick up at that job next time because I didn't expect Hamish's little mini arc to take as long as it did. Jesus. I'm very glad that that it did. But good guy. <laughs> so we will leave it there and we'll okay. come back next time. But <laughs> God damn. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please send them to dnrfancast at gmail.com. That's the letters dnrfancast at gmail.com. And also be sure to check out our website, dnrfancast.com.